What's going on everyone? It's Amy J and today I am back with part two of the Tea on Relationships featuring my friend Josh Madwed. Hopefully you enjoyed part one and this Wednesday I am bringing you the next segment which is all about maintaining relationships once you've already built the strong foundation. So we are picking up right back with where we left off. So without further ado, let's get right into it. to build a relationship but it takes two seconds to break one how do you prevent those two seconds from happening and I think it's really not that hard to do as long as both people put forth equal effort it doesn't matter if it's like a romantic relationship or like a friends with benefits or sure. something or a platonic one or whatever it may be as long as you're talking to someone who also feels like they want to talk to you or they invest the time to do so it's gonna go somewhere backpedaling a little bit. I think that all relationships are built on trust and trust comes in a lot of different flavors. Yeah. I think one of those flavors is like um, comes in like effort and time and that's based off of um, not intention expectations. Expectations. Um, yeah it's built on expectations. Like do you do you expect this friend like do you expect me to, us to be friends after college ends? Like do yeah. you expect whatever and some people are like this is a college relationship like once we gra- once you graduate yeah. we're done or uh, I have friends that moved. Like, once I move, we're, we're done. And yeah. you, that's not said, like, verbatim, like, hey, I'm going to move, so like let's not chat anymore. But it's one of those things where it's like, they move, and you're like, hey, what's up? And they're like, one-word answers, mm-hmm. knocking the effort in. You're like, okay, so you want to do your own thing. This relationship's kind of... You kind of get the hint. Yeah. And so, you know, I think that college has a lot of that kind of like expectation built in it like when you meet someone at a party and you maybe someone you see a lot or Mm -hmm. they are in the same class as you like there are like those pre-built expectations and I feel like in the post-college post-graduate adult world expectations are just a lot harder to set like who Mm -hmm. like if I meet someone at an event or I meet someone or I'm trying to talk to someone from college I haven't talked to in a little bit like what's the purpose like where are we at right right and yeah, it ju- it just makes it so uncomfy to like straight up say. Mm-hmm. But I will say that I I've also been the person that's been like, let's hang out. Like I'm not fake. I'm gonna text you, and this is why. And like maybe a week later, I'll slide into their DMs and be like, hey, like when are you free? Like I want to actually chat. And then mm-hmm. from there, we actually make a make a concrete plan. Very few people have like reached out to me first and like done something with me first. Mm-hmm. And so I just kind of expect like, I'm the more outgoing person. I'm the more like boisterous right. person. People think. You'll I'm, like, so busy all the time. Yeah. I'm not busy. Like, I, I, I think people who say they're busy just are bad at prioritizing. Yeah. So, like, you can make time for anyone. So, I think that that's one of the biggest blockers. One thing that I want to bring up is, so Josh and I were tour guides together. And a lot of our bonding came from when we were on the executive board together. And I remember when we were on there, I think during our new recruitment class that came in, I made it a point for myself to get to know the name of every single tour guide that we had. And we had... 
like close to a hundred, I think that semester, both returning and new guides oh, total. I think we got a hundred just re- new, right? Oh yeah, but we had a lot of them basically, and we had biweekly general meetings. And one of my goals was by the second meeting, I wanted to get to know the name of every single tour guide. And I told them when I was up there at the podium, if I start saying hi to you around campus, don't freak out and be like, oh my gosh, who's that random creepy president? Like I don't want to talk to her, like that kind of thing. If I've met you once, I'm gonna make the effort to even. at least recognize you in public. (laughs) My sophomore year, uh, my friend uh, Clara and I, we went to Emory's campus just to study to escape or whatever. Uh And I I know, like, no one in Emory. I have, like, one friend from Emory or whatever. But I just wanted to see, like, do a little social experiment and see if I, like, did the, like, hi, like, the put my hand up, smiley face, and say hey to just a random person. Would they, like, do it back? And they do it back most of the time. They were, like, maybe two-thirds of the time they would do it back, like, hey, what's up? Um, And then one-third they'd be like, (laughs) <laughs> like, give me, like, a face, like, who are you yeah. kind of thing. But it's just one of those things where after doing that, I realized that they're, like, when you have that awkward moment with someone where you're like, we know each other, but are we going to acknowledge it? Mm-hmm. Like, I've just been like, I'm going to be the person that feels like, it's like, hey, like, just give him the smiley face. Uh-huh. Because sometimes it's just, like, I don't know, the off chance. I guess it's, like, it's that fear of rejection. It's the fear of, yeah. like, you're going to go high and they're going to be like oh, who are you again? Or does not know who yeah. you are or whatever. Yeah. Especially if it's like a party. Yeah. You never know who is like blackout <laughs> drunk or who is like completely sober. And like, I've definitely met people at parties who do not remember talking to me. Yeah. That just reminded me though of like totally opposite but same idea of meeting someone a million times. So like my junior year, going back to like be, trying to be friends with a bunch of people. Yeah. So I was so fake because I would know people from the internet or uh-huh. know people from Facebook or Instagram or whatever and follow them before I even met them. Mm-hmm. Maybe we can all relate to oh, that. Oh, I can't someone. do that. Oh, see, I do that all the I'm time. The I'm like, oh, I, I, so I'm like, I follow their life. Yeah. And there have been so many times that I would fake introduce myself to someone, like multiple times, like having met them multiple times, already follow them on Instagram, like their photos, yeah. whatever, maybe even comment. Like that's how. Oh, wow. And just be like, hey, whatever. And then eventually in junior, I was like, no, I know you're from the internet. Like I've commented. He's like, oh yeah, yeah. I was like, I don't know if you're pretending to not know me just to Uh, pretend you're cool or whatever. Mm -hmm. But like, Mm -hmm. I know that's like so cocky to be like, you know who I am, but like, oh no, but I I actually, you you know, know when you started saying that, I was like, uh, I can't relate. But now that you said that, that's (laughs) actually so true. Like one of my friends will post a picture with another friend that I've never actually met. But then I see that actual friend like in real life and I'm like, oh yeah, we have a mutual friend. Like, you know, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. Right. But I've been the psycho stalker. So like, that's when I'm like, (laughs) who are you? Like, what is your thing? Cause like. You just, you just don't want to, like, I don't know, make the rumors true. Really? Know. Oh, yeah. No, I've definitely I feel like I've never done that before. Or, like, men. I'm like, you're cute now. I'm going to, like, have to know everything about you. And now when I meet you, I'm going to have to pretend <laughs> that I'm cooler than you. Oops. I was going to say, glad Whatever. we're on the same page. But we're not <laughs> No, there. sorry, gay culture. <laughs> Oops. I don't talk shit about my friends unless, like, what I say, what I would say to their face. Because there's, there's a lot of things that my friends do that they know is stupid, and they know that I would... That this is what I would say. Mm-hmm. And there are things that, like, I definitely think about my friends that I just would never say out loud. Be- mm-hmm. Not, like, it's awful or anything, but just, like, shut up, Josh. Like, get over it kind of things. Right. But there are things that, you know, my friends know bother me, and I, I, can, I feel like it's totally valid to, like, kind of bitch about it. But there are times where I hear myself say it, and I'm like, this is something that needs confrontation. This is something that needs to 
this needs to not just be sets behind someone's back. Yeah. And so I think that, yeah, having that open communication, like, you have to be honest with yourself first. Like, mm-hmm. am I saying this because I'm genuinely angry? Or is it one of those things where it's like, this is just a quirk about this person and, like, I don't love it, but, like, eh, whatever. Yeah. Or is it, like, they're this problem, like, they constantly are lying to me mm-hmm. and it's pissing me off and yeah. now I'm, like, bitching about it truly. Yeah. I need to actually, like, talk to this person, like, and set the record straight. Yeah. Because I think you... It's, it's always healthy to vent, I think. But when venting just becomes, like, constant complaining, you're not going to do anything mm-hmm. about it, or just get over it, or change them, or you change how you react or whatever, then you're, it just becomes, like, toxic. It's, there's, like, this really great, like, Maya Angelou quote, just about, like, the words you say, like, seeping into the walls around you and, like, decaying yeah. everything. I think maybe she's referring to cursing, I think. But, like, <laughs> same idea of just, like, if you just are constantly spewing crap about your friends behind their back, yeah. like, whether it's, like, completely valid and you say to their face or not, like, you're taking the foundation of your friendship and you're decaying it, like mm-hmm. Maya Angelou would say. Alright everyone, so that's it for part two on maintaining relationships. Fear not, there's one more segment coming at you bright and early on Friday morning where Josh and I will be talking about recognizing signs of toxicity in a relationship, talking about distancing friendships, and redefining your personal connections with those around you right now. That, in my opinion, is probably the most exciting part of this entire conversation, so definitely stay tuned for that and I'll see you then.